0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. I guess I'm picking that up from past Sandy. I'll tell you. Uh, You know, there's something on it when she gets down in that growl, boy. I mean, she shifts into a different gear. And I'm telling you, God's all up in all over that. It's like, whoa, just let let the man do his stuff and let the girl go. Amen. And God does, doesn't he? Let's turn over uh, to where we're talking about uh, a new destiny and that... Uh, We're destined as a worshiper. We are created, meant, and made for this first and foremost as a worshiper of God. It bears looking into uh, John 4, and I'm going to be reading out of the message translation. John, the fourth chapter. And we're going to read out of verse 4. well, I'm, I'm going to not just go 23. Let's back up uh, if we can. Yeah, 23. Uh, it says, but the time is coming. It has, in fact, come when what you're called will not matter. The label you wear or, or the sign on the door, understand. And where you go to worship will not matter. Matter as far as a label is concerned, or denomination, or a certain sect, or uh, uh, a certain grouping, so to speak. Uh, He says, it's who you are and the way you live that count before God. Your worship must engage your spirit in the pursuit of truth. That's the kind of people the Father is looking for, those who are simply and honestly themselves before him in their worship. God is sheer being itself or spirit. Those who worship him must do it out of their very being, their spirits, their true selves in adoration. Holy Spirit, we ask for your help today. Help us to see, help us to know, help us to learn to love God the way he deserves to be loved, the way that would pleasure him, the measure uh, that would bring his heart joy and be honoring and glorifying to him. And we thank you for your help today. In Jesus' name, amen. A couple of things he says it's who you are and the way you live, and then he couples that with that our heart, our spirit, the essence of who we are, because you know this that we you know we're uh, we're more than a body, we have a soul, everyone has a mind, a will, and the emotions, but we are spiritual people whether uh whether that Whether we have been connected, reconnected with God, or we're separated from God spiritually. When we pass, uh, when the uh, body, uh, there's a cessation of life, physical life in the body, that's not the end of the person. The person uh, goes to be in the presence of the Lord. The Bible says returns to the presence. Uh, of the Lord, uh, from which it came. Amen. Our our uh, uh, my our father-in-law uh, passed um, this week. We thank all of you for uh, your prayers. But it's such a reality, guys. You know, I mean, the Bible says this: the day that we depart is better than the day that we arrive. Why is that? Because this is the hardest, but thank God the shortest thing that we will ever encounter or experience life on this planet. And life here is good. Life is wonderful. Life is great. We have all of these, wonder, all of these years to acknowledge God, to accept God, to realize God is God. All of nature tells this story and there is a realm that's invisible uh to see to the naked eye, but to the eyes of your understanding in your heart. If you're looking for God, He can be seen everywhere, in everything. In every part and every piece. Amen. You know, I got some rocks in the uh on our property and in the driveway, you know, uh uh what you call it a driveway, you know, it needs some work, it's good washes from all the rains. So we're thankful for the uh, rain but there's some rocks and all that you know and I mean even just see a rock and say, you know better watch out it'll cry out you better praise God today <laughs> this stupid rock don't tell the stupid rock it got sense enough to cry out God can hear it Amen. I like some of the songs where it says you know the wild whirlwind dance of the trees waving their arms When he thunders his voice, when he starts to huff and puff and blow that wind and move things around, just, you know, I mean, God just being God, that the trees go, ho, ho, whoa, I mean, could be five foot around on the trunk, you know, solid in the root system, but then, oh, I mean, the whole thing is rocking and rolling. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen. I thank God. uh, Papa uh, Fred, you know, uh, one of the first songs we learned, and I won't get too far off the trail here because I need to focus, but uh, who you are, the way you live, I believe this, the way you die. Singing, I'll fly away, Glory, I'll catch the wind and fly away. <laughs> Whoo, Jesus. Makes you envious, doesn't it? In pursuit of truth. You run truth out, you're going to run smack dab into God because He is the one and only. The truth. The truth. The absolute truth. Hallelujah. He just says He wants us to be who we are. He wants us to, our lives, the way that we live, uh, is aware and acknowledging and affirming and adjusting our lives that it's a worship to God. By being simply and honestly yourself before Himself. I am to be myself before Himself. We live in a world where, you know, they want to make everybody the same. And if you're not like me, that, can, that, that starts wars, I mean, of all kinds. And the, word, the Bible says, be careful that, you're, that you don't let the world stuff you into that mold and make you what they think you should be. I mean, the Creator who comes up with something new throughout eternity made you. You don't even have any idea or any, any inkling yet. Just being a child, having the wonder and the awe of a child in the daily delight of discovery in our lives of who God made you and how God meant you and the creation that God made you to be. Holding, you know, from the creation of a, a, of a uh, child in the womb, and that process that nine months later we hold a little baby in our life. Uh, hold that life in our arms. And we can say, uh, you know, fearfully and wonderfully made. Yet that's not all, that's just the beginning. I mean, there'll be a dash, quote, you know, the world's dashing for the cash, you know, on on the tombstones. The dash, a life lived, whatever, how many years, but then it's not the end, it's another beginning. Where you just go, what is that? Oh, my Lord, the freedom and the liberty that I experience. The nothing missing, nothing broken. The sheer ecstasy and joy. Of being present face to face with the Father. Oh, it's unending. Amen. Amen. And simply and honestly be ourselves before Himself. And He goes on to say your true self. You know, this is why uh, we come to God. And we keep coming uh, to God. To find out the truth about Himself. And in seeing Himself. Because you're made in his image and his likeness. We see ourselves reflected in himself. Uniquely you. you know, I think God just winks his eye and a little grin turns up on his face every time I say, That woman thou hast given me is very different from me, Lord. <laughs> and you go, I know. I didn't want her to be like you. Son, I don't need two of you. One is enough. <laughs> Isn't it good that you just, no pretense. No, no performance of perfection. See, God just loves us like we are. And doesn't leave us like we are. It's like Abram who had no children Sarah who was barren he said I have made you well if you made me why am I he said no I have made you the truth is I have made you now you hook up with me and you will become what you will believe oh I love that Jesus statement he said become what you believe do you believe I can do this for you uh, set you free to just be who you free to be me you know when folks come into a church they ought to experience the person of the Holy Spirit who sets us free to. You, that first thing that we ought to feel is you are just free to be your own self before himself you are free to be me so to speak and just come like you are the invitation You know, just like I am without one plea, but that your blood was shed for me. Amen. How is it that we come to Him originally just as we are, and then we... You know, get made into twice the sons of hell that the religious folks are. Amen. Let's move along. Pastor's gone to swearing again. Well, you know, hell is a Bible word, but don't use it loosely. Uh, let's move over to Matthew, the 22nd, uh, and we're going to read this out of the Passion Bible. You know, Brother uh, Hudgens uses the, and the, and the up-to-date people use the um, their tablets. And uh, yesterday there was a little malfunction with the tablet. You know, but this old book right here. Give me that old-time paper book. Give me that old-time printed page. It was good enough for Grandma, and it's good enough for me. (laughs) Let's take a look, amen. Y'all doing okay? (laughs) All right, Matthew. Uh, I'm in John, so we probably better go over to Matthew with you. Jesus answering a question of You know, what should I do? Which is the greatest uh, of the law? He said, love, and that word is interchangeable with worship. The Hebrew uh, interchange there is worship. Love, worship the Lord your God with every passion of your heart, with all the energy of your being, and with every thought that is within you. This is the great and the supreme commandment. One translation says this is first on anybody's list as far as relationship uh, with God, I want to. Uh, you can hold there. Let's go over to Proverbs. I'm going to read this out of uh, just jumping off of that first uh, commandment. You know, I don't know about uh, you, but it's like, okay, uh, you tell me what to do. How do I do that? You know. Well, in, in Proverbs over here, the fourth chapter, the Lord reminded me uh, of this. And I'm just going to read it. And the Lord, you know, you know, the Lord can preach His own message, can He? Sometimes we add to and get in trouble. Sometimes we take away. We get in even more trouble. So I'm just going to read this. And, uh, you know, and then we'll just, well, there it is. But well, we've asked for the help of the Holy Spirit. Verse number... Well, let's start with 20. It says, listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you and pay attention to all that I have to say. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. So above all, say above all, guard the affections of your heart. Now, now the reference point was this, with all the passions of your heart. Worship God with all the passions of your heart. Here's the caveat. He says, above all, guard the affections or the passions of your heart. For they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being. That would be our spirit. For from there flows the wellspring of life. Avoid dishonest speech and pretentious words. Be free from using perverse words no matter what. Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose. purpose, Looking straight ahead, ignore life's distractions. There are things that are vying constantly for your desires and my desires for the affections of our heart. Past a lot of people today that are on their way to somewhere looking for something, someone, somewhere other than God being first to fulfill and satisfy. but I believe that that, first of all, that he's the source of complete fulfillment and satisfaction, and that if I seek first his kingdom, his rule, and reign in my own personal heart, that he is the one I desire. He's the one and only that can fulfill and satisfy. So, he gave me richly all these other things, richly to enjoy. But I'm not looking to get all of my enjoyment, all of my fulfillment, all of my satisfaction from someplace else other than where he is, from something other than what he's doing, from someone other than him, himself or myself, because it, it's... It's vain. It's empty. It will not, cannot, was not meant to. We enjoy all these things. You know, hey, if you want to, you know, uh, go to the lake, do that after you go to church. Hmm? Don't say, well, I worship, you'll hear this, well, I'm worshiping God. No, you're not. Not if you haven't, if you've forsaken the assembly of yourself together, then something else, somewhere else, and someone else is ruling and reigning in our heart besides God. Moving right along, I, I tell you, well, Pastor, I just think that's your opinion. Well, let's read down a little bit further. If, if you have another, see it differently. Well, the Holy Spirit will make it clear to you. Don't you want it to be clear? My purpose is to make it as plain as I can. Uh, I, I hope I don't convolute it or confuse you uh, over it. But, you know, uh, for me, you know, when I became a Christian and to stay on the road of, of being a Christian. I'm being this. I'm a, I, it needs to be from my innermost being. I guard that. I will not let something else creep in, you know. And and I've got I've got well you know God you you know uh, I'll call you when I need you you're a wonderful part of my life but you're just part. You know, all the other parts are from the whole. Amen. I love, I love. I just love your presence. In the presence of the Lord, I find peace, nothing missing, nothing broken for my soul. In the depths of his love. I love a deep dive down into the love of God. See, it's there that I'm made whole. There is nothing missing, nothing broken there. Amen. And I got all the rest of the week that's a wonderful gift from God to, you know, Invite Him into my world. Hallelujah. But I'm glad that first I accepted His invitation to come into His world. Praise the Lord. And I go out from from His presence. And then it's easy to recognize Him in everything else. Well... Ignore life's distraction. Watch where you're going. Stick to the path of truth and the road will be safe and smooth before you. Don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment or to take the detour that leads to darkness. Sidetracked and detours lead to darkness. And I'm going to live in the light. Amen. It doesn't seem like it. There's a way that seems right to man. You know, but the end there is uh, uh, the end thereof is death. Uh, it back in uh, the twenty-second uh, chapter, of Matthew. It said every energy of your being. We're meant to live out of our heart, our spirit over our soul, more than our head. Live out of our heart more than our head. Every thought that is within you, that one. Uh, translation uh, says it this way as a man thinketh in his heart so there is this this thought process that goes in within our heart but there's also then the renewing of the mind which is included in the soul but you start getting you'll never get your soul in line until you get your spirit till you get your heart right then your head your heart needs to teach your head Not the other way around. Hmm? You know, there's a bottleneck. You know, instead of going from here to there, we need to go from here to there. But there's a bottleneck when we're distracted. Squirrel. Did you see that? What? They're playing that movie. Man, I've been wanting to go. Well, it's it's church night. Yeah, but I really want to see that movie. God will understand. Moving right along. Let's move, (laughs) folks. They see their pastor. He says, squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. (laughs) Used to be a rabbit, but I guess it's now a squirrel. You know, during COVID-19, we're not too far from that. Uh, When life just stopped, I mean, you know, just came to a stop. And uh, uh, I remember seeking the Lord over that. And uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that that uh, could be said about that. You know, but you know, really, it, it you know, what what is to be our response? The whole world reacts, but then, and there's some reaction. You know, but what's to be our response? I remember the. Uh, uh the Lord because you, because you have a lot of time to be still and know that He is God. I, I don't, you know, I fully understand, but I believe that some of it was just the devil's design to, you know uh, uh, you know uh, to separate people from uh, God to separate us from one another all of those types of things uh it was destructive certainly there's death and uh fear a lot of different things that were but you know i had had a lot of time to spend with god life's pretty much at a standstill and uh um you know i i I felt like the lord said Come over here and just sit here in the middle of this field on a five-gallon bucket. And you need to come to know and understand that it's all from me, son, and it's all for me. And see, before that, I couldn't say that. You know, we we would say, oh, yeah, Lord, it's for you. All of our busyness, all of everything that we're we're a doing you know because we're pushing and shoving and you know i mean going great guns and you finally feel like you got it all set up and you know men we're on the go and ready to grow got leadership in place and all this kind of stuff and yeah. what now the lord says come here come here you don't you fret over all that? We're gonna to have to understand. You know, I'm. I'm I hope you did your homework. I hope the Bible's more than just you know. You show up and get a little tidbit, you know. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, because that was shut down. Are you hearing? You had to know God for yourself. Get your nose in the book for yourself. Heard heard it a million times. You know. Get in the Word. Pray. Pray and obey, seek God first, all that. You know, it was a wonderful opportunity to do that. And, uh, you know, boy, I'll tell you what now, when you're just used to, have you ever uh, been on the merry-go-round ride, you know? Uh, they, they they messed with that, and they, they called this thing called the roundup. When I was a kid, you got in there, and uh, they tipped it up, and it went round and round and round and round, and, Some of them things, you get off it and you're still going round and round and round and round and round. Even though it stopped, you know, internally you haven't stopped. Still in the push and the shove and the, you know, uh, all of that. And you know, it's a wonderful lesson to learn that, you know... uh, you know, at least for one day on a Sunday, I put it into practice and get control of just one 24 hour period of my time where I'm going to be still and know God. Where I'm just going to stop normal life and everything uh, else and, and go in the world's way and being on the merry go round or on the roundup and all that. And, uh, you know, and worship God. Because I found out that, you know, I didn't like being driven. You know, now, you know, there are certain horses that I'll tell you what now, they like that. Everywhere they go on a trot, everywhere they go on a gallop, you know, but old plow horse don't like that. And you can only go so far at the gallop, on the run, on the trial, before you have to stop. We have trouble with stopping in a world that's 24-7, 365 days a year, and just say, Man, I wish I had time. You know, my only day off is uh, Sunday. And so I need to take that for myself. Well, if my only day off is, then I'm going to offer that to God. And then he's going to get me into a position out of that one day to control the other six. Because they're mine to control. I'm to have dominion by being fruitful, increasing, filling the earth, fill my world with the rule of God. Are you listening? I'm not in the slave system and Pharaoh's dictating to me, you know. I owe, I owe, so off to work I go. Here we are. You know, have you ever been in the line with grumpy and sleepy and dopey? Why are they taking so long at Starbucks? No offense intended there. Learning, knowing him, that it's all from him and it's all for him. We are destined to give him worship in everything for everything with everything of our life all of our passion all of our intelligence all every thought that is within us all of the energies that we have I'm looking for God I'm seeing God I'm worshiping God I'm glad and I'm grateful that was a big shift for me to be glad and grateful in life find what you can be glad and grateful if it's all from him and it's all for him. Now, he didn't say, you know, don't give, don't, don't, you know, don't throw down on God what the devil's doing. See, you've got to know the truth. Jesus said the truth is, is that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I'm come to give you life more abundantly. So, if it's good, it's from God. If it ain't, it ain't. Pretty simple. Pretty clear. Isn't that right? Well, I can get confused over that. Well, you know, after a while, if you just, you know, if you, the light that they, that, that they worked with, uh, you know, was, was, they did just flip a switch and everything was bright. They lit a lamp and the more you wick that up, see, the more light it shone. It gave off more light. Amen. The more you look into this book, your word is a lamp. It is a light unto my path. The more truth you allow the Lord to shine on your pathway, on your life through his word, by the work of the Holy Spirit, the greater light you'll walk in. Amen. You won't bump around in the dark. There won't be so many missteps and mistakes out of misunderstandings. Amen. We're destined for worship. We're destined to be a worshiper. Aren't you glad that the Lord said you could pray this way? That as it is above, here so below. And you've got some time to practice. Nobody's good at at anything that they don't do regularly or often or even the first time. And I want to take a moment uh, here to offer uh, 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 the invitation to to salvation. you know, COVID was really a shifting. And always in the uh, of life as we knew it uh, normally. You know, we're, we're in such a hurry to get back to what we call normal, which would be like the days of Noah. Everybody's just doing their stuff. You know, and Noah's building a boat on dry land. Heralding for a hundred years, God said... God told me and God showed me there's something coming. And I have to get ready. The Bible says, by faith, Noah prepared an ark. Not just for himself, but for his family. I want to ask you uh, this today. In In the shifting, as things can shift very suddenly, can't they? Haven't we learned that? Worldwide, things can shift suddenly, surprisingly. But there's always a sifting that takes place. Amos, the ninth chapter, God said this. This is for all the people that say that nothing bad will ever happen to good people. We're the people of God. And he said, I'm telling you, I'm putting Israel, and putting the whole house of Israel in the sea with everybody else. And I'm going to shake the nations. I'm going to just shake it. And there's going to be a sifting out of the shifting. And there has to be a sorting and a settling out. Maybe a sitting down in our lives where we realize, boy, it's all from God. Every breath I take is from God. Every heartbeat. The only guarantee is that God let me live. Is that God still has a purpose for my life. And I must learn that if it's all from Him. And everything in my life should be from Him. This is the offer of the new creation. It says, Behold, you are be a brand new thing. A brand new creation. Someone that never existed before. Not the old you. A brand new you. And all things From then on are new and they're from God. They're from God. And then you're going to spend a lot of that dash for the cash learning that it's supposed to be for God. That my life is supposed to be for you and I who remain. You still got breath in your body. You still have an opportunity to to let God change. When We acknowledge that this life is from God. Hear me what I'm saying now. This life that we're granted, these few short years, these numbered breaths, these these, uh, limited heartbeats are from God. Life comes from God. And there's a devil that wants to destroy that. Jesus said, I came to give you life. He came to take it away, to steal it, to cut you short of the glory of God. Know that we would live long enough to come to that moment where there's a movement of the Holy Spirit. There's still hope. There's still hope. There's still hope that I can reconnect with God. <laughs>